the Bible Study Podcast, episode 317. Today, the Bible Study Podcast wraps up the study of Jonah with chapter 4. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We've sort of been alluding through the whole study of Jonah here, and granted it's not a long book, so it hasn't been a long study, about chapter 4, and that chapter 4 is different than the story I learned about Jonah in Sunday school. In Sunday school, I heard that Jonah was afraid, and therefore he did not want to go do what God said, and therefore he got on a boat, and God stopped him and put him in a fish, or put him in a whale, I guess is the Sunday school version. The problem with that is this is what chapter 4 says. Now, remember, chapter 3 ends with the people of Nineveh have repented in sackcloth and ashes, and God has changed his mind then and said, because they have repented, I will not destroy the city. Chapter 4. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you were a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry? Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. There he made himself a shelter, sat in its shade, and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord God provided a leafy plant and made it grow up over Jonah to give shade for his head to ease his discomfort, and Jonah was very happy about the plant. But at dawn the next day, God provided a worm which chewed the plant so that it withered. When the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind, and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. He wanted to die and said, It would be better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? It is, he said. I am so angry I wish I were dead. But the Lord said, You have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than a 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left hand, and also many animals? So we learn that Jonah says he did not go to Nineveh, not because he was afraid that they would not repent, not that he was afraid that he would be rejected, but he was afraid they would repent. And he was afraid that God would relent and wouldn't destroy them. Remember, we started off by saying Nineveh is the capital of the Assyrians and the Assyrians are the enemies of Israel. And so Jonah did not want to see this enemy of Israel be spared from destruction. Now, fortunately, we're nothing like Jonah, right? We can't think of anyone, can we, that we wouldn't want to repent and to turn back to God. There isn't anyone we can think of that we would want God to destroy, right? Being an American, the first names that came to mind for me would be names like Al-Qaeda or names like Taliban. And remember that Jonah is sent to a city that's crimes are so bad that God has decided to destroy it. Jonah isn't sent to a city of people who are innocent, but he is sent to a people 
that God cares about nonetheless. We sometimes forget or we don't understand the verses in the New Testament that says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. What this is saying is that Assyria is not the enemy. The people of Assyria are not the enemy. The people of Assyria are the battleground. The people who hate us are not the enemy. They are the battleground where good and evil are fighting. They may be on the losing side right now. They may be held captive. Jonah was sent to Nineveh, not because Nineveh was good, but because God loved Nineveh that was doing evil. And God wished to see them repent and be spared. We learn in First Peter that God wills that no one should perish. If you hear that God hates this person or hates that group of people, then who's telling you that doesn't understand what Jonah did understand. That's the one thing we have to give Jonah perfect marks for, is Jonah said, I knew that you were a God who was slow to anger and abounding in love. When we look at the Old Testament, and Jonah it lives in the Old Testamental time, and we think about places like when the people of Israel are told to go into Canaan and destroy it, We look at those verses, but we take them out of the context of a time where Abraham is told that the sin of the people there is not yet complete. God gives them hundreds of years more to repent before he gets to that day. When we look at the people of Israel, the northern kingdom, who worship the Baals and who sacrifice their children and do terrible things, God sends prophet after prophet after prophet, year after year, generation after generation, to call them back before he finally says enough and destroys them using the Assyrians. Jonah was right. God is a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he knew that God would forgive if they would repent, and he did not want that. It is easy for us, like Jonah, to think that God is on our side and that those other people are on the other side. And hopefully we are on the side of God, but God loves those other people too. They are not, they are not the enemy. They are the battleground. And so God tries to teach a lesson to Jonah Jonah goes out and sits to watch the city. And let's be clear, Jonah is sitting to watch what God would do in the city because he hopes God will change his mind, or he's hoping the people will screw up really quickly. He is sitting there waiting to see if maybe perchance the city would be destroyed after all. Jonah is hoping for their failure. One of the things that I like about the book of Jonah is As someone who is feeling called to jail ministry, obviously I am ministering to people who have done wrong. As occasionally someone who says that they didn't do whatever they're charged with, you would be surprised how very infrequently that is, at least where I minister. But mostly I'm ministering to people who are in the unit that I go into every week because they committed not just a crime, but a violent crime. They hurt someone, they quite possibly killed someone. And I'm there to talk about their future, I'm not there to talk about their past. It would be easy for us to look at those people and write them off and to want them destroyed like Jonah wanted Nineveh destroyed. 
Don't they, after all, deserve it? But Jonah knew, but Jonah knew that God is not like that. Jonah knew that God calls us to forgiveness. Jesus quite clearly calls us to forgiveness in the New Testament. And so one of the things I like about this book here of Jonah is that it is clear that sometimes we are not like God. And yet it is clear that that is outside of God's plan for us. So God causes this plant to grow up and then kills it which seems rather mean, just so that Jonah will miss it. And Jonah wants to die because he has lost this plant, as God says, that grew up overnight, and overnight it died. Why should we be concerned with something that little and not be concerned with a whole city full of people? How can we not be concerned with a whole country full of people who may hate us? How can we not be concerned with a whole religion full of people, some of which, many of which maybe, may hate us? God is concerned and God loves even those who hate him, even those who hate his people, as the Assyrians did. And with that, we're going to end this study of the book of Jonah. I'm not sure where we're going next. It's possible we will also go to one of the other minor prophets. I'm still figuring that out. Next week is likely to be a special episode. As I mentioned last week, I'll be preaching this week at Bethel Lutheran Church in Cupertino. And so next week's episode will likely be that sermon. And I'm not saying that just so you can sleep in. If you happen to be nearby, I would love to see you. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. found myself on a ledge three stories high at some condominiums contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose have you ever found yourself on the ledge my name is billy yates i'm a caring father mentor and friend in my new podcast billy and the goat i share the life-changing events that shaped who i am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen god can help you get up and thrive listen now at lifeaudio.com